Welcome to the Hello Retirement Podcast, your essential guide to navigating the journey towards a fulfilling retirement. I'm your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, and I'm thrilled to be here with you on this adventure. Are you ready to unlock the secrets to a stress-free and enjoyable retirement? Whether you're nearing retirement age, already retired, or just thinking about your golden years, this podcast is your go-to resource for expert advice, inspiring stories, and practical tips to make the most out of this exciting chapter of your life. I'm going to make a bold statement. Investments don't make mistakes. Investors do. Hi, I'm Emlyn Miles Magnum, president and founder of Gen Next Wealth, where we bring clarity, harmony, and focus to your finances. So today I wanted to talk about this thing, and, and it was something that's been brought to my attention, something that I talk about, something that people ask about all the time. And there is a difference between investment returns and investor returns. I'll say it again, difference between investment returns and investor returns. So what do I mean? So when you're talking about an investment or when we're talking about the returns, rather, we understand that when we're talking about investment return, that's going to be a given set time. So a time frame that you are going to be invested. So let's say for retirement, the entire time that that money is invested without taking it out of the market is the investment return. Now, when you're looking at this investment return, this is what we usually make our decisions on, right? We usually look at the past performance of an investment, say, okay, it's done this, it's done that, whatever interest rate we associate with that. And that is how we make our decision on whether or not we're going to buy it. So that is one of the key factors into making an investment decision based on the return. But there's always a difference between what the actual investment does. When we say investment, we could be talking about a stock, we could be talking about an index, we could be talking about a bond or any type of investment vehicle. But what happens is there is a difference between that. Morningstar has a study that compiles data and it's called Mind the Gap. And it compares a specific investment return to an investor return. And so what they talk about is the gap between that. So we know as we've looked at different things, the most popular one that I like to quote or like to talk about is the S&P 500. When we look at the S&P 500, we've seen that over you know any five to 10 year period, we know that that will have anywhere from 8% to a 12% return. Now, I'm not quoting that. And I'm not saying that you're always going to get that, but that's basically what the gap, not the gap, but what the return is on something like the S&P 500. In the past 30 years, we've had only two instances where there was a roughly a 50% decline with other bear markets. We've also experienced you know, two best bull markets ever recorded. So we've seen the good and we've seen the bad. Now, this is the part where we talk about how the investment return is made or, or the investment investor return rather is always less. And so what we say are our brains are hardwired to want to protect what we've accumulated. It's almost like if something goes wrong in the market, if we have any type of upset, any type of volatility in the market, and we're especially on that road to retirement, we get very nervous. We get very anxious. And we make emotional responses. And sometimes, most of the time, all the time, the emotional response to what you're doing in your investment strategy is always wrong. We're just pre-wired to be risk averse. And we know that no matter how well 
your account may have done in the past, like we've just talked about this, that we have been able to have two of the best bull runs. Um, and what a bull run is, is we've had, you know, seen the stock market go up over the last 20 years. We've had two of the best, the biggest bull runs that we've had in our history. So we know that we've had good times, but it's something about that bad time that really, really shakes investors. One of the things that, like I like to use as an example, and hopefully you all can appreciate this, but Yogi Bear, a baseball player, he said that he was quoted saying that 90% of playing baseball was mental and the only 10% of it was actually physical. And you can say the similar things about investing. 90% of investing, roughly, is all about your mental understanding, right? So like a lot of people always say this, and I love to use this as an example. People always talk about, man, I wish I could have got in on Amazon in the beginning. I wish I would have bought Amazon in the beginning. Amazon went public in 1997. And it'd be easy to say in hindsight, I wish I'd purchased it back then, right? But there's some things that you have to consider about that. And the reason why I'm saying this is 90% of investing is going to be mental. So in those years since 1997 until now, or till 2022, what they had was they had at least two price drops of 90%. That means that if you put $1,000 in, that means that everything was gone down to 90%. Okay. The other thing is they've had a few 60% declines and multiple times when the value was cut in half. So they split the stock. And so no one's sitting there saying like, oh, you know, in 1997, when Amazon was just an online bookstore, no one was sitting there saying, okay, I'm going to invest this much money into this account or into this company and stay with them through everything. But if you had the fortitude to stay there, we understand how great of a company or how great of an investment that would have been. So when you're looking at this, we have to be able to stick to our plan. And sometimes your emotions can lead to mistakes. We know that we've heard the old adage, you know, buy low, sell high. However, it sounds good in theory, but it never seems to work out that way. Once you buy at a high time and the market gets volatile, you don't think about what you purchased at. You just think about trying to get away from the pain of the loss. And I totally understand that. However, there is a difference between investment returns and investor returns. Now, we understand that the investment returns that are coming from someplace like the S&P, we can take any five-year period. And I like to do this just to kind of give you an idea. So if we take a five-year period from 2018 to 2022, that period, the S&P's average return was about 7.5%. 10-year period from 2013 to 2022, that was about 10%. And then if we take the last 20 years, that'd be from 03 to now, that's about 7.6%. So we see that there's always been a positive return. Now, I'm not saying in those years that there wasn't some down years in that, but we know overall, if you're investing for the long term, you understand that you're probably going to come out on the positive side. Now, with that being said, in the midst of a recession, in the midst of a volatile market, those decisions that you make can affect the investor return. They can impact the return that you have on what you're trying to do for your investment strategy. This is why it's ultra, ultra important to understand. Like 
temper your enthusiasm. One thing that I don't want to say, temper your enthusiasm during the good times. Congratulations. You are making some money when you've been successful in your investment strategy. So temper that expectation. Say that, you know, understand that it's not always going to be that way, but enjoy it while it lasts. And number two, the other thing that I'd say is be more optimistic when things look bad. Why am I saying that? Because in a down market, you can buy the same thing that you own at a cheaper rate. One of these things, like every time I think about this and I think about people, you know, myself included, like if there's a sale on something, I feel like it's a good time to purchase something. This is why sales are always talked about. And it's just different when we talk about the stock market because people don't look at it as a sell opportunity. And I think it is a huge opportunity for a sale. This is when you can go back. If you really believe in what you purchased back then, why would you not believe in it more now? And I really just hold on to that and think about that. Be optimistic when things look bad. I think Warren Buffett said it. He said, you want to do the opposite of what everybody else is doing. When people are selling stuff, you want to be buying stuff. When people are buying stuff, you want to be selling stuff. And he said it a little more articulate than that, but that's basically the gist of it. And then you only get the average return if you buy and hold. If you're buying and you're trying to sell this and you're trying to do that and you're trying to like, that's not a strategy. You're just hoping that you pick the right thing and hoping that it hits. That is not a strategy. And this is how investor returns don't match those of the actual investments because we make emotional decisions at the wrong times about our money. This is why it's, I believe it's ultra important that you work with a financial professional that is going to help you navigate these times of difficulty, these times of market volatility, these times when you may feel a little less than confident in what you're doing. But we understand that as time goes on, it always tends to work out. Now, you're sitting here and I'm sure you're watching, you're saying, well, what if I have a small time, like I'm going to retire in the next couple of years and we've been seeing this volatility. What about that? And how is that going to, how do I navigate that? I still think that you should be looking at your investment strategy. And if things have not changed in your strategy, things should not change with your investments. I think that if you're meeting with an advisor, if you have an advisor and they are making sure that you are in line with your strategy and it's up to date, then that you will be fine no matter what is going on because the strategy does take those things into account. When I'm putting together strategies for our clients, we take into account good markets and bad markets. And if you have those things inside of your plan, you don't need to just run away from your plan and start selling stuff at a very bad time because this is going to impact everything that you have going on. Now, if you don't have a strategy and you haven't talked to someone, then maybe there probably is going to be some things that, that are going to you know, give you a little more anxiety than others. This is a great time for you to seek professional help. I think about it this way. If you're looking, something's going wrong with you in your body and you feel something wrong, you are going to go seek professional help. You're not going to try to make this and figure it out on your own. What you're going to do is you're going to go find someone that you feel that you can relate with that can help you. So I'm telling you now, if you haven't been working with an advisor, absolutely do that for yourself. It's going to give you peace of mind. It's going to help you stick to your strategy and it's going to help you accomplish your goal, whatever they may be. I wanted to get this out to you, let you guys hear a little bit about what we're talking about, the difference between the investment returns and investor returns. 
If you need help with your personal situation, come on over to our website. Visit us at GenNextWealth.com. That's where we can kind of assess your own situation and see if we can help you, see if we can help you navigate what you have going on now. As always, if you hadn't had a chance to yet, please hit the subscribe button. We'd love to get these to you as soon as they come out. As you know, my name is Emlyn and here on Hello Retirement. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Hello Retirement Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and connect. And until next time, take care and never be scared to say hello to retirement.